language in this show may be too harsh for young listeners. In other words, we still struggling with our cussing. Welcome to Psycho Music Lyricology, a podcast where music reaches the mind and lyrics touch the soul. I am one of your co-hosts, Sheldon Moss, along with the great debater, Michael Nelson, and the professor, Maurice Moss. What's going on, fellas? Hey, man, what's going on? Nothing much. As you see, we are here. We've talked about it. We have uh, planned it somewhat. (laughs) (laughs) But we're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. We are most definitely going to make it happen on this first episode, which is something that's near and dear to Mr. Nelson's heart. But the first question I just want to ask y'all, brothers, what were you listening to on your way over here to get your mind right? I don't know if it got my mind right. This, this is 2017. I'm probably the last cat on the block with satellite radio. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I probably am. And uh, uh, I had backspin on, and they were bumping uh, Spice One. Uh, Welcome to the ghetto. Is that what the name of the song was? And uh, I forgot how much I liked that song. I was like, yeah, I gotta get home. Download Welcome to the Ghetto uh, real soon. Spice One. You remember Spice One? I, remember I do Spice, remember that. I, I remember the artist. I'm trying to remember the, the music. Yeah, though. don't yeah. get me to start trying to yeah. sing and rap it. I don't okay. remember. I can't even remember the line at this point, but I was like, damn, I forgot I like this song. I need to go get it. So I can listen to it sometime. But that was what I was bumping. I hear you, uh, I hear you. Backspin. Yeah, on the cool, though, I, you know, I was just vibing on a little something, man. And I pulled up Pandora, and on Pandora, I was listening to the Rasan Patterson show. I mean, uh, uh, station. You know, so I didn't want to get too mad and put too much uh, protest music on <laughs> <laughs> and get upset all over again. But uh, anyway, man, what's up with it, Maurice? What was you vibing you on? You know, uh, shout out to uh, to uh, Title. I mean, we don't have uh, any ad space from them yet, but uh, <laughs> but I, I I do use that product. That's a good tool. Right on. Um, I, I you know I kind of scroll through a lot of things when I'm listening to music, and I, uh, Title has this whole you know they give you all of the latest and greatest. I think it's curated by an actual person. I may be wrong. Uh, Childish Gambino, you know. The, the single that's out right now. Stay woke. Yeah, the red bone. Yeah, the, that, that yeah that, that never gets. Okay, so I've heard a. Ver- is it the version with CeeLo? CeeLo singing. I've heard that version, but I like the original, the original version. Okay, so I, I, and if you there's like a uh, there's a Scandinavian guy. Or a, there's a there's a foreign. A Caucasian person that's that produced that song and he, and he goes through the process on YouTube. So anybody who who wants to see that, you know, it, it's kind of cool the way he goes through that process. And uh, Sheldon, I was telling you about this other album that I'm really listening to. Uh, you know, kind of start to finish every time it, com- it comes on, and that's uh, the God Box. Yeah, David yeah, Banner. Yeah, yeah, David Banner. Yeah, I the think God that Box. you know, and I, I've seen several interviews of him. He always. They asked him why it took him so long to come out with that. He said he wanted to make uh, message music that was banging. So he wanted to be a rapologist. I mean, but you know, a but lot that's of his the, thing. That's his thing, though. Most but a lot of the message rap. music is kind of like, oh, okay, yeah, I know I should be listening to this, yeah. but it's not really. I'm not gonna really bump this in my car or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, you, every, a lot of the cuts on that one are really, really good. It's like a, a, a K 
Killer Mike. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it, that EP he did? Uh, not Run the Jewels. That other one he did with uh, Ti. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah. which one yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. And um, there's one more song that that I wanted to uh, to reference, and that was uh, I sent you, Mike. I sent you a link to uh, this this dude, and I was listening to that on the way over here too. Uh, with uh, Brandy singing on it, the Sir the Baptist. No, I, I there's must have this there's it. this guy out named Sir the Baptist, and I, I'm not gonna call his music just like straight ahead gospel music because a lot of people who listen to gospel music would be offended by a lot of stuff that he references correct, in the music. Correct, correct. But uh, but uh, apparently he has a relationship with with uh, Brandy, and and the music on that album is hot. And that particular song where he re- he talks about um, uh, uh, abuse and relationships and stuff, and she's singing all this really good song. So th- those kind of the, the the hot topics of what I'm listening to right now. That's cool. Yeah, right on. Yeah, man. See, that's what I like about you guys. You know, y'all are very deep in you all's music genres. <laughs> I feel I feel like I haven't been listening to nothing. Well, you know, and you don't say that because you know like, somebody somebody I'm, somebody I'm, that's deeper than us gonna get on here and say I know more than what they know. So like, you know, I, let's not let's I'm, not get into that one. Too, I was but. just listening to Spice One. Yeah, you know, hey, 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 you know what? Kind of best be up with all oh, the cool before we get. I mean, I mean, get off sidetrack a little bit, but uh, when I went over when we had our first meeting over at Maurice's house, he was listening to. Uh, <laughs> Devin the dude. I said, "Who is this? Devin? <laughs> you listen to Devin the dude." No, well, wait a minute. We can I? Get a- can I? No, De- Devin, Devin the dude Devin has not truth. made one CD that was not banging from you, start you, to you are, finish. You are correct. I mean, it's it's you music that you can put in your car and you can turn it on, and every cut. You, now, just, now he talking about smoking weed and everything, and you know yeah, you can make your own banging. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your own decisions but about yeah, that. Yeah, it's but the truth. It's the truth. The the, the music. Yeah. 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 So I, what you saying? I, I you you weren't expecting that? To, I, was, I, was just, I was just I was just surprised and shocked. Oh, okay. He said when the, I walked in, the I professor said, listening to Devin. I said, is that Devin the dude? This Devin, is Devin yeah. This is yeah. This is new. So I got I started listening to it. I'm like, boy, I tell you, he is a comic. Genius, he is. he is that. That he is. <laughs> that, that would that would be uh, if we if we get to the point where we're doing interviews and stuff, that would be like a dream. That'd be a great interview, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that is an R and B cat. He is. for real, exactly. Yeah. For real, I mean, he could probably tell you some stories about R and B. So yeah, it'd be cool to interview somebody like him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, as we talked about the first episode, episode, excuse me. You know, Mike, you always uh. A very forefront with your opinions as far as political, I put politics. Follow Mike on Twitter. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna get fired one day. And uh, you know, you just tweet and you talk, and I'm like, that's Mike Nelson. Yeah, well, because you know, know, you would debate somebody to the end because you are always right. No, no. No, I'm just messing with you, man. I'm, I'm always securing my opinion. Okay, that's right, on, right on, right on, yeah, right yeah, on, all right so on. I don't, right on. you know, my thing is, is if you write with yours and I'm right with mine, then we ought to be able to be okay at the end. Right. Yeah. Right. I got yeah. You. I'm securing my opinion. You know, for the people that are listening today, um, our first episode, very first episode, man, we just want you all to subscribe, uh, listen, 
uh, listen to the end of the show, we will tell you ex- exactly where to go to pick us up at. But this first episode is entitled Protest Music. Protest Music. That's a deep. You said that kind of like uh, how the preachers say the when they yeah. They let me tag it. this text. <laughs> <laughs> now turn in your Bible. <laughs> yeah, so, and I want to tag this text. Protest music. But you know what they'll what, but you know what they'll say is uh <clears throat> how they put it. We're gonna go to a familiar passage. <laughs> hey, that's appropriate. Yeah, we got some 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 songs there. I, so you know, we're talking about protest songs, you know, and uh, protest songs have been uh, woven into the very fiber of American music since the beginning. Some, including me, would argue that soul music, from Negro spirituals to jazz to blues to rock and rock and, uh, roll to funk to hip hop, are all genres whose framework began as a rebellion to the norms of American society. Not just the music, but society itself. They spawned from that. So I like to say all the time that black music is protest music. Right on. Mm -hmm. So as the music itself began to take root, songwriters, there were always songwriters who emerged that were uh, idealistic and socially conscious, politically motivated, and just downright pissed off. From Marvin asking what's going on to Curtis instructing the people to get ready to NWA lamenting fuck the police and Chuck D's war cry fight the power all of their songs were in response to and influenced movements that changed the world so you know in 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 thinking about this I don't know I guess uh when we started first started talking about the podcast this was about the time straight out of Compton came out right on so I think what what got me to thinking about all the music that's out there was, of course, Fuck the Police. And <clears throat> it, it, that movie and that song, you know, it's an apropos time to reflect on, uh, I mean, you know, the sign of the times where we are right now. We can use music. Music has always been a part of our protest. So, you know, NWA's Fuck the Police is timeless, especially now during the Black Lives Matter movement. And so, you know, you think about all the movements of our history, black people's history in this country. Mm-hmm. It's always been tied to some kind of uh, song, you know. Uh, the, and, and railing against authority, specifically against authority. like that one. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in that song, for me, that specific one, I, I feel it and I agree with you 100% that it's appropriate right now. I, but I also feel like just for the remedial Caucasian people that you need to also, uh, you know, preface that with, you know, it's nuanced. We have people in our family that are police. We know oh, how that we know absolutely. how that works. But I mean, one of the things about protest music is and a lot of times it gives people an opportunity to. Uh, just rail against you for no reason. Like if you go fuck the police, you then they gonna put up a back the blue sign, and that's not really that's not really you know where we're going with that. We're going with you know this sounds kind of passe, but we're going with those bad apples, and we're going with you know it's 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 institutional, and there are eighteen thousand police forces in the United States. They all doing their own thing, and something's got to happen because you know they ain't doing it right. 
you know. Apparently. So you know, yeah, apparently. So you know, yeah, that's yeah. why we like fuck them. Yeah. <clears throat> so and it's and it's hard to uh, explain that to white people who don't have the same kind of experiences. It's been my. It's been you know uh, when having discussions with white people about. Uh, a lot of uh, them, but there, of we got them. some. We got some down allies. We, we got. Some, we we do. You know, how, we do. How, how close to the struggle can you be when you can just step over the line? You well, know? okay. You know, I'm just. I'm just saying. You <laughs> That's know, why you I, are the I, debater. No, I mean, no, I'm no, no. I, I'm just <laughs> saying. You know, I'm not saying that. You know, uh, it's like that line in uh, the Malcolm X movie when he was going to speak at Harvard, and and the little white girl said, "I'm I'm a good white person." Uh, what he can said, I do to help black people? He said nothing. You know, I, I I'm not that deep, right? right but right. I'm just saying, you yeah, know, yeah. it's it's hard to, it's it, you know, it's hard to explain. Uh, I mean, we're probably going down a rabbit hole because we're just talking about the NWA. Yeah, but I mean, right, right, right. but you're, but, but, going, but what, what you're I'm saying, saying is, is appropriate though because it's kind of like this is like an arm of the protest music and. And you know, it's kind of like what kind of protest music is has a has a bigger effect. Is it the is it the uh, the isolationist you know you know get away kind of uh, protest music, or is it the like one of the songs we're gonna talk about is uh, people get ready, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like an mm-hmm. inclusive type of thing of you know you know there's a train coming, get on board, everybody, no distinctions, you know, people get ready, there's a train coming, versus the you know. You know, you. We need you to stay over there. So. Well, you know what, and that, and 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 as you're saying that, I'm thinking, you know, fuck the police is not really a song that says you stay over there. It's just, it's just a a a, a, a cry out. Uh, okay. You know, sometimes sometimes you know when you're trying to tell somebody you that they're doing front. something you wrong, you gotta be up front. You gotta be up front. <laughs> yeah, you gotta just say, you know, you know what. Uh, you know, fuck let me, you. Let, let me not make this <laughs> ambiguous. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you and the horse you rode in. Clear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and fuck you in that squad car too. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those kind of things. But you know, we have to. But you know. But you're but you're right. And you know what's really interesting about that particular song is you would think that that song would be like something that would age itself. Like if somebody listened to this podcast. 10 or 15 years from now, they, you would think that people would be saying, what is he talking about? You would but, hope. Yeah. 10 but, or 15 but you years. Know, but we, we've seen, sh- we can look at shows that came on 20 or 30 years ago with the exa- exact same storyline, yeah, yeah, yeah. exact mm-hmm. same conversation. I mean, so it's not, it's, it's not something that's, that's recent. What's, what, what's recent is our ability to film it all and upload it and be on Facebook with it and let everybody see it. But I mean, it's always been there, you know, and I always try to give some, you know, I, I always say, well, you know, we're only 50 years out of the civil rights, you know, movement. It's only been 50 years. It takes hundreds of years to change. But, you know, we're supposed to be a lot more sophisticated uh, in 2017 than we were in 1917, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I you know, I have to stop myself from trying to give them a pass because mm-hmm. that's what I'm always trying to do. But you know, when it comes to protest music, you know, I I even think about you know, I like I say, you know, black music is. I call black music a couple of things. Black music is uh, soulful. I always say, you know, black music is soul music. Black music is love music. Black music is protest music. Black music is. You know, it it just encompasses so many different things. And one of the things 
when we're talking about specifically protest music and I think about uh, that show that uh, they just canceled. It was a great show over on, uh, I don't remember what channel, Underground. Yes. Oh, WGN. WGN. Yeah. The Underground. one that John Legend produced. Man, show. that was awesome. So when we were thinking about the podcast, that was one of the things that was on. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you remember or you from our history, we know that Negro spirituals, mm-hmm. not necessarily protest. Well, they I mean, it was protest music and it was also uh, uh, you know, it was praise music, mm-hmm. protest music. A way to, you know, in your and, mind, and, you know, you're going to go away. Yeah, and then, and then it was mm-hmm. instruction. Yeah. It yeah. was instruction. It yeah. was like, here, here is your way to freedom. Right, 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 right. So, you know, in that protest music, we got freedom music too, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got a friend that always says you can't outdo black people. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth, you mm-hmm. know, when you start mm-hmm. really thinking about how deep, Music reaches mm-hmm. our, you know. That's, I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast. Is how deep reach music reaches us, and how many things that we, you know, we can get to, and we can learn, mm-hmm. and how, you know, because I can, I can almost, I can almost uh, point to a song that informed almost every decision I've almost made in my life. You know, from the way I dress to you know, kind of the way you act. Uh, I don't know. Why you want to? Put oh, me on the spot? I got what you're saying. You're yeah. saying, yeah. saying you're saying you're not. I thought you were going to say he there was one to song. Yeah, 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 but you're exactly. saying that there's there's like, there, there, that it, music is a part of your music. Whatever. Just makes I a movement. I I'm with trying you. to trying to <laughs> no 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 no. Trying to throw shade on understand. the podcast. I'm trying to understand. You. Okay, so I was given that name, professor, but I want people to know that I don't consider myself <laughs> to be like above average intelligence. Anyway, so we got so in in so. Negro spirituals were all part of I mean they were passed down so it's kind of hard to pinpoint a time period when the Negro spirituals were actually you know you you know that they came from uh, you know that they they, they were born out of uh, uh, slave uh, and you know slave rebellion and right, that kind right. of thing and I always assign whenever I hear the the Negro spiritual and some of the songs that we have listed that we made notes about was uh, sometimes I feel like a motherless child and that made me think about uh, being at my grandmother's house and seeing like a Mahalia Jackson yeah, yeah. album and mm-hmm. that kind of being like one of the first introductions to music that you have as a as a lot of a lot of black kids they you know they hear spirituals because when you're around your the older people, your grandparents or whatever, that's the music that they use to sustain them. Yeah, see, you aging us because uh, some people <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> they okay. don't be listening. Yeah, okay. <laughs> They're gonna be like, "Who is Mahalia Jackson?" Yeah. Right, right, right. right. You have to tell some of the younger listeners that when we used to go to our Google's houses, it was three pictures on the wall. It was uh, Martin Jesus. Luther King. No, it was four pictures. Martin Luther King. Uh, John F. Kennedy, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, and Mahalia Jackson. Jackson. Right, right, right. right. Exactly. <laughs> so you can always find them four pictures in your grandmama's house, some mm-hmm. kind of somewhere. But yeah, you're absolutely right. And so, um, you know, those were like uh, uh, movements. You know, when you and and we don't always know at the moment that you know we can look back historically over some of those songs and since we didn't experience the movement itself but we you know we can we can we can uh uh assume by the timelessness right. of those songs that they were they 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 meant something then 
and they've been able to kind of you know you know we can they, stood, the, they, stood, they stood the, the test, of time. test of time so i mean you know go down moses mm-hmm. you know we we not looking for the the north star you know mm-hmm. and and trying to go you know and, and looking for freedom right. in that sense but it's still a, it's still a movement in that in that manner Okay, so uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I, I was going to say very quickly that sometimes we were listening to a lot of those spiritual songs, and uh, or I've listened to spirituals in church and not really understand the meaning of them, but know that what I was listening to was something that was a, a throwback to what people did to as a as a passage, and it was about uh, getting them through something mentally. I remember my dad leading like the guide me over great Jehovah pilgrim through this barren land. And, and you know how that, uh, you know, that particular, uh, you know, call and response type of, uh, 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 call music. Worship. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that was a part of that whole Negro thing. Yeah, but, we, we think it's just, a uh, 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 some of those are just some old songs. Yeah. Right, 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 right. But you know, when we spend the time to kind of dig into them. Right. But the next one, though, and I'm just kind of, I'm sorry, I'm taking over a little bit. No, you're good. But the next one, to me, is really one that I feel like like the jazz and the blues, and specifically the example that we have with with, uh, Mississippi Goddamn, uh, Nina Simone, and protest music. She was just like a protest artist. Yeah, exactly. Even even when she did, like, uh, Here Comes the Sun, it had a different meaning when she was... When she was singing it, even, you know, vocally, she had a different style vocally that she could add to any song. But just her whole presence and the way that she put herself into the song made the song a protest song because she was just. Yeah, I mean, and and that's yeah. And that's kind of where, you know, we were talking about uh, earlier uh, how uh, that those artists there were artists that emerged that that was just the fiber of their being Mm -hmm. so you know i don't know that nina simone could do a song that didn't sound like a protest song you know that was just who she was right you know everything about her was you know you you know it from kind of uh, knowing who she was as a person how she grew up you know the whole dark skin, big nose thing you know just even when she sang even when she sang love songs i mean like Pour a little sugar in my bowl. It was just kind of like, hey, I'm, 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 I'm trying to uh, reach out in a situation where I'm being oppressed or whatever. I mean, I don't know. Am I reaching on that? One? I don't think so. I mean, because I mean, it's that, like it's she... just that it's just that soul music thing, you know. And that's why, I'll, you know, I, I the risk of sounding redundant saying that black music is protest yeah. music because you can always find some, you know, just from my experience in this country, you know. Uh, the reality raps, all of that stuff it is born from some kind of rebellion. Yeah, so yeah. I just, you know, I, yeah. I think I think you're right. Um, uh, uh, Strange Fruit. I remember I remember when uh, uh, it must have been it must have been in my 20s somewhere along that time uh, when I finally really figured out or when I really heard what Strange Fruit was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that straight hanging from yeah, the yeah, tree. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like. And I remember how how like devastated I was. Right, in my when mind you really realize what it. that's about. Damn, people well, were getting hung. Well, you think know? about it though. Uh, listen to when you listen to the lyrics of the song. 
it's referencing you to what's going on right now. It is. Exactly. Absolutely. You, you, absolutely. you are absolutely 100%. right. You have, I mean, you know, I grew up. They're just not hanging from a tree, but. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, I, I mean, in some yeah, cases, but, I but, think but, you still might be. Yeah. I mean, you know, you just hung from a forty-five bullet. That's. Exactly. That's, you know, that's the difference, you know. And I, I just remember how shocking it was to my system because up until that point, you know, I was, you know, I'm, I, I've been in the jazz for a long time. And, you know, you hear Billie Holiday singing Strange Fruit, you know, you're just like, oh, you know, she's a songstress mm-hmm. and never paid attention to the lyrics. And then one. Exactly. I think I read a poem. I think I came across the poem or something. And in a in a in an African American poetry book or something like that, I came across it. I was like, "Yo, is this what this is really about?" And I remember how shocking it was to my system at the time because I was like, "You know that hanging shit. This shit is no joke." You know, (laughs) you know what I mean. It was just like, you know, you see it, and then I realized. I think I realized at that point how inoculated uh, black folk at a certain age can become because you know it, it we didn't uh we didn't uh experience at our age we didn't necessarily experience the uh overt right racism right, 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 right. you know we knew it was there right we knew it existed we knew we knew that nwa had a point when they were singing their songs right but you know, in our daily lives, yeah, it wasn't something, it wasn't that, you something to, that you had to be concerned about. Right. You didn't have to go, damn, if I walk down the street at night, I might get hung. Well, yeah. You know, that you know, was that just tells you the time that they were in. Yeah. Right. You know, because, you know, they fear for their life even putting out this music that they were putting out. Absolutely. Opposed Absolutely. to now, the freedom of speech is so more where you can just be upfront with what you want to say. But right. even still, you know, you would think that it, you would want a point. Or you would think at this point a song like Strange Fruit would be like a historical document. Like it wouldn't, it would just be. We should hear it on the radio. Yeah. Like right you would now. literally yeah. be hearing it in a history class. Yes. And right. somebody would have to like walk through and reference and what say, this means. This is like what they're this talking is about. about but know? when you hear it, you go, oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I get that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I understand that, that it. That was back in their day. And, so um, wait a minute. You, unless, say. unless you're part of the new black. I don't know if they. <laughs> <laughs> that's Pharrell. <laughs> Pharrell's new black. I'm not. I'm classic black. Whatever. I'm still a Negro, so I, I let I let them. We just do an episode about new black, the new colored, new colored. You're probably right. I'm probably still colored. Yeah, I, I yeah I can do with that. I can still do with that, but yeah. And so, um, so genres we you know jazz is, you know Negro spirituals is uh, uh, classically American, and uh, jazz and blues, of course, is classically American. You can't. We can argue or we, you know, jazz is probably even Negro spirituals to an extent are the only genre of music actually created on this continent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the timelessness of racism or racism itself is not uh, is not born only of uh, slavery in the United States. Right. right? right, right. So, you know, so having so then. You know, we can go into things like uh, Bob Marley, right? Bob Marley is a is an episode in and of him, of himself, right? Right. I right. mean, just my my own personal story with Bob Marley is, uh, even though you know we all about music as kids, we listening to whatever is coming out, and we love listening to hip hop, leaders of new school, or whatever. Right. Right. 
the first time I really heard a Bob Martin Legends was I was a freshman in college. And you in, went to uh, in DC. You I, went to I was a, Yeah, I was a freshman in college, and I was like, "What is that? What you yeah. know?" And it has taken me, even now, I think I'm still digesting just that legends and everything that was on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just three little birds, redemption song. Well, I mean, redemption song. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. yeah. That's a, that's 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 an embarrassing conversation for me, and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. It's because I, you know, yeah, I was about 19, 20 years. I had heard Bob Marley. I had heard the name, but it was always, um, it was always in association with some weed smoking. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it wasn't like. the song, like, Could You yeah, Be Loved? Yeah. And right, right, right. But yeah. when which, we were, which but, really speaks to how he was kind of made into this whole mainstream kind of marketing thing that non-black people could kind of be it was pal- pal- palatable for yeah, them yeah 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 be like okay but you're not really talking about rastafari you know what the struggle that these people were going through and the struggles that he talked about in that, all of his songs that were synonymous or or the same as the struggles uh that American people anywhere in the through. world, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. now you start color, to, now you color. figure out that 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 the problem of racism is not a is is not a the color line problem is not a United States problem it's a world problem and, and that reminds me of uh, 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 Chance Chance the rapper he's really really shout out to Chance the rapper we need him on the show I know we don't you know that's a one dream. day one yeah. day but uh hey man we, he we tweeted yeah 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 he tweeted uh it's not about the king it's about the kingdom. And to me, that kind of resonated about it's not about America. It's not about uh, 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 Syrians. or what. It's about people that are part of the oppressed community. And when you figure that out, who's in charge is not going to be uh, the same importance anymore. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. You know, like the people in uh, when you see the people in the Middle East with the with the Black Lives Matter signs up. I mean, they get it. They it's get a, it. That it's, it's, a, it's a diaspora. It's, it's, a, it's an it's oppression thing, thing yeah. that it's this is this is all connected. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, you know, back to Bob Marley, that kind of, you know, the worldview on oppression and how that comes out in his his form of protest music is really, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, just, you know, I just love the song "I Shot the Sheriff," <laughs> <laughs> but I did not shoot the deputy. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I shot the main man. <laughs> <laughs> so how's that? How would that break down in the protest? Like uh, that, that would that, that's what you say to your lawyer. But, look, but, you yeah, know, but, but look, I could have, I could have, I could have cleaned yeah, out this tell, whole you, precinct. Yeah, you say that in court, but I only I, shot the sheriff. I only shot the sheriff. <laughs> but he said, uh. <laughs> All around in my hometown, they're trying to track me down. Yeah, yeah. They say they want to make me bring me in guilty for killing of a deputy. Yeah, for the life of a deputy. I say I shot the sheriff. I shot the sheriff. I ain't shoot the. I deputy. ain't shoot the fool. Yeah. I ain't shoot the sidekick. You know what I'm saying? But you won't put me in jail for shoot the sidekick. Come I got ended. I got ended. Not Barney. You ain't no trumped up charges on me. Right on. I got you. I got you. But yeah, I mean, you know, I remember, uh, and I think probably uh, a lot of those songs I heard, like like the "Could You Be Loved" song. Um, but I heard remakes of them, and I heard remakes of them by white artists Mm. before. 
yeah. Before there was the yeah. Bob Marley thing for me. Yeah. And that's that's you know that's us growing up in the South and you know not being exposed to right, right, uh, right. radio on the level that you know some people were at the time. And so, there was no internet. Bob. Shout out to the internet <laughs> for the, for for the young people out there that listen to this. Yeah. And say, well, why, why come they didn't know? Yeah. You couldn't Google it all yeah, the time. There you, you know? go. Shout out to the internet. <laughs> right. And if K one hundred four wasn't playing it, oops, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but if the local radio stations weren't playing it, we didn't we didn't right. hear it much. Right. So you know, so songs like that, you know, which 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 you know brings up the whole subject to me. Which brings up the whole subject about how art, art itself can spark protests, right? You know, how it can, how it can spark movements, how it can spark, uh, all you need is like uh, uh, just a mind, just somebody who says, you know, I can reach the masses because it's easier, I think, to reach the masses with music. And it's always music tied to the protest, you mm-hmm. know, because you mm-hmm. can, you know, anytime anybody puts up any of Martin Luther King's speeches, you know, Mahalia Jackson going to be singing in the right. background because anybody, you know, right. right? Somebody said that. I mean, somebody, I, I don't know who said it, but somebody said you can't have, you can't have a movement without music. You have to have the, the music has to go along with I think with all the, the art has to go with it, which, yeah. which, which, which kind of, uh, which kind of to me is the reason radio is so bad, you know, uh, because is it bad in the sense that everything sounds alike and everything has kind of the same thematic, uh, and uh, talk about specifically, what are you, are you talking about? Are you talking about just the local radio station? Or think, are you talking about, I think like, radio, like there general. are a bunch of internet radio stations. Right. Right. Yeah, so. But you know, uh, not a you know again I'm the last person in the world satellite radio but um um uh, in but even in 1989 when do the right thing came out you might have heard uh fight the power Chuck D Public Enemy mm-hmm. you might have heard that once or twice but it wasn't in constant rotation that's mm-hmm. not a song that that's not a song that program directors would put on the air. And I don't think it's because nobody would listen to it because uh, uh, Chuck D and Public Enemy are platinum selling artists. So people are listening. 911 is a joke. People were listening, mm-hmm. but it wasn't it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a uh, something that uh, was pushed to the masses. Protest music, music like that is not uh, is not part of uh, the masses in that sense. But you know that almost brings up another question because I hear what you're saying is that you know because at one particular point in time particularly when we were in our 20s or whatever there were less channels there were less media platforms but now that there are there's a media platform for anybody that wants one you know we're an example of that right now uh, you know what what does that say about does protest music get diluted because I don't know. Does it get lost in the shuffle? Because, you know, you you can get on. I can find a, an artist on YouTube. I can find an artist on title. I can find an artist uh, just doing a Google search and they're all out there. I mean, to say that, I mean, protest music exists now today, but because there are so many platforms, will it will any of it ever find a big enough audience to, to be a movement? But that's I think I think that's kind of my point. I think that that 
uh, uh, NWA, yeah, they did fuck the police. Of course, that wasn't ever going to get any radio play. And they were successful they outside were successful of it, just outside by word of, of mouth. That, right, but yeah. they did they did other songs. And the songs that, you know, they could do uh, 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 Fuck the Police, an edited version, and mm-hmm. that song be on the radio. Mm-hmm. But they could do Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. They did an edited version, and it stayed on the radio. Yeah, that say yeah. So that's, that's kind of my point with, with regard to how we listen to you know, uh, the music itself. But then you have songs that were, that are so ingrained into the fiber, like uh, Marvin Gaye, like what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you almost can't listen to any or talk about any civil rights movement uh, without somebody, without somebody playing what's and going that, on in the that background. That always gets singled out to me in my mind as an artist that, an R&B artist doing protest music because in my mind, I don't hear a lot of that, but I think it's just my own filter that I get my music from because outside, well, I mean, I, I, you know, Janet Jackson, she had a, she had a whole protest album uh, where she talked about a lot of different things, but I can't point to like, I can't say this artist, this artist, this artist, this artist is doing a protest song on their right now today on the level of a Marvin Gaye. I mean, you don't you don't hear anything that's really talking about that with the exception of D'Angelo. Yeah. His his last album, I I, I you know, that that was some that was some protest songwriting. There. Yeah. I mean that was some really well what that song that just stands out to you? Oh, just name what's one. The name of it? It's the it's the uh Chalk line in the I can't even my my brain is not even working on it. What's the, the uh, you know what me the and the song it's it's on that Black Messiah album and then the song about the uh, what he's talking about. Isn't it a song where you say something about Jesus being a cracker or something like that? <laughs> Hold on, Jay Z gonna help me out here with title. Jay Z on but title. you but you know what uh, why y'all why y'all doing some little research in our research department because <clears throat> we do have one of those. Uh, you know the th- the thing that when you was talking about. Uh, Chuck D. Okay. When fight the power comes on, mm-hmm. those lines that that were you know who was on those lines that came on, yet our best trained, best educated, best equipped, best prepared troops refuse to fight. As a matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. You know that was Farrakhan that said those. You words. know the thing, and and. and <laughs> If I'm not mistaken, yeah, I mean, we uh, that, that's a whole that's, another show yeah, in that's itself. A, that's a that's a politics thing. We, uh-huh. <laughs> we that's a rabbit hole. We go down. But we're kinda, we be we're in skirt, trouble. We're skirting around the politics of a lot of these songs too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, we can. Yeah, but that then with with saying that, I think he was commenting. I, I, let me say this: when the bomb squad added that to the sample, correct. I think that they were commenting on the music industry, the business of the music mm-hmm. industry, right? But that's that you know so, you can take music how you want to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, yeah. your brains different ways. We yeah, might yeah, say yeah. this, we might. I mean, but it all another way. But in the but in the end, what Farrakhan was saying is, what was he saying? You a motherfucking sellout, <laughs> sellout ass niggas. Don't okay, you? <laughs> see that's what again, I'm talking about right there. Wait a minute, again, follow Mike on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> for a continuation of this. But the charade is the song on D'Angelo's album. Go. 
that to me is on the level of that what's going on uh, type of, you know, really talking about the state of the world, the state of, you know, what's going on in the lives of oppressed people. It's it's it, it, to me, it is just like the writing on that song is amazing. I mean, it is it's artful and 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 it's uh, teaching and it's everything all at the same time. Even really in the like instrumentation, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Well, you know what the the problem with D'Angelo is, especially this album, and I'm, I'm not, listening, is that though it is probably one of my favorite albums that's been released in the last four or five years. It's not, it's not the most accessible album uh, because our attention spans are really, really small, mm-hmm. really, really short. So we don't spend a lot of time listening to the music, right? Mm-hmm. So if you can't sing the words most immediately, you don't want to go or through they don't, it. We don't have a, a Junior Vasquez house remix of any of the songs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Yeah, Jay, Jay Dilla gone, so he ain't going to remix this you one. Know, it's yeah, probably, yeah, got re- right. probably got remixed in uh, hip-hop heaven somewhere. But it, uh, he ain't yeah. talking about kiss my big black this and But think about this, though, my fellas, is that good art is timeless. It will, it will come around. Hopefully. I mean, it will come Hopefully. around. I mean, think about Strange Fruit, just like you went back to the past. You know, it's a lot of people that haven't listened to Strange Fruit. Hell, my mother hadn't listened to it. Mm-hmm. I mean. You're right. I mean, somebody, some kid is going to be searching on YouTube yeah. or doing whatever and pull up pull up D'Angelo and going to be like, oh, okay. And, and you would hope that it it, 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 it sparks um, uh, something in that person. Mm-hmm. That maybe you know they can carry it forward, and that's I mean that's one voice that we don't have right now. We don't. I mean, with just us here, we don't have a millennial voice. Well, Chance the Rapper is close. I mean, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, oh, us, you mean in this in, in this our room. personal lives, our, okay, we don't yeah, have. Yeah, 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 a, yeah. But I agree with you. Chance the Rapper is is quote unquote woke. And you got some good beats. J. Cole. And doing it all outside of the music. Kendrick Lamar. Uh, structure or whatever. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I give them some props for, yeah, for a lot of the that. stuff they've been able to, to, yeah. to do here as far as carry the music forward or at least carry carry the carry the message forward. And, they have, and they have the added ability to do what you were talking about earlier, kind of referencing to the art of it all, uh, uh, specifically Kendrick does some things visually yeah that just yeah. kinds of I, I can't uh we gonna be all right the video mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. the the policeman is just aiming the gun i mean and it's just all of that you, you you know if you're watching that with anybody in the room and i've watched that with other people in the room you can't run away from it visually you I mean you can't be like right, right. you can't reinterpret it and say oh well you know he's talking about you know whatever you have to talk about what's going on in that video. I mean, you have to say, "Oh, wow, okay, uh, yeah. what is so, that about?" So, just saying that, since we're talking about the millennials, one of the things that I want to to talk about with regard to how protest music is packaged and how it is uh, how it is uh, dispersed is uh, do we do we do we check ourselves enough in the music? <clears throat> So, and, and what I mean us, by you mean that, our, our uh, age. I'm talking, or, no, I mean, I'm just talking our, about black folks in general. 
you know, do we check ourselves enough in the music? So we can always complain, right? Mm-hmm. We can always, and we can always report this mm-hmm. is what happened. But, uh, you know, one of the things I remember, because this, this conversation came up recently because uh, uh, Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, I heard about that. Pulled about his, his son, son out of. Right, out right, of, right, right, right. So, because you he know, got caught with the weed. Because he got caught with weed. So yeah. we don't know if some of that, you know, some right. of it might have been shit. That's an interesting that, question, though. I mean, it's a really good question. Yeah, but I, it, and what, what I remember saying, what, what popped into my head was Chuck D. Um, I can't remember the name of the song right now. But he has a line in one of his songs where he says, with a man in the house, then all the bullshit stops. So, you know, so it made me think, you know, do we do we check ourselves enough in the music? So sometimes for me, sometimes. uh, And I'm going to I'm going to agree with you 100 percent and say, no, we don't. Okay. so because sometimes I get territorial about music, you know, this whole new thing about uh, cultural appropriation. I don't want to hear nobody white singing reggae music. I'm, I'm just not going to give you. I'm just, fuck you, B40. <laughs> Which is, you know, fuck you, B40. Uh, uh, but, you know, again, follow Mike on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I, just, uh, I like I mean, Justin Timberlake. They are. <laughs> but, you know, you know that, I, that's, that's, that's a whole other debate in itself. Yeah, that's, that's another rabbit hole I you know can go what down. Saying? That, you but know, no, getting back to what you're saying about what I'm saying, do we hold that ourselves we, we accountable? Don't, we don't. We, we're not territorial enough, and 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 we're not holding ourselves accountable in the music. So when you say, NWA, when you, when you well, say accountable, as far what I'm as saying is the is content that, that we put out. No, what I'm saying is is that NWA can write a song like "Fuck the Police." Okay, all right. But then does NWA come back and say, "Motherfucker"? Police yourselves. Right. Clean up your own fucking neighborhood. Right. You know, that's what I'm. Uh, that's kind of what I'm saying. Well, but then know, a then, lot of the, but a lot of the, uh, you know, a lot of the, and I'm I'm not using the right words. I'm going to say the millennials, but that's not the right word. But a lot of them, you know, subscribe to this whole thing of we don't have to be perfect in order to be respected. So when you get into that whole, are we teaching? Are we are we holding ourselves accountable? That's a that's an appropriate topic, and I, I agree with that. But are we also uh, keeping them? You know, give, giving a big enough tent for them because they want to say, I don't have to. I shouldn't have to be perfect in order to get respect. Okay, I, I agree with that, and and that's probably not. The but you still, that I'm but there, to but have. here's the thing about that whole thing. I agree. It's a nuanced discussion, and in general, people can't do that. Right? They can't have a nuanced discussion to say, "Okay, you shouldn't have to be perfect, but you need to watch yourself. You need to check yourself when you're navigating the world, and you need to be like mindful of what you're doing. And and is this what your people told you what to do? Is this appropriate, or, or are you going out there? And cutting the fool and then mad because somebody checked you on it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, so I get you. And so the music, the music but doesn't that's, reflect that. And that's a but and that's on, a problem that's, in a lot yeah. of the because you know if if you can't you can't you can't send out a nuanced message in a lot of cases because people are not don't have the attention span to yeah, sit down. I'm with you and listen to you know a nuanced discussion about oh okay I'm not trying to make you I'm not trying to subscribe to respectability politics and make sure that you walk down the street with a three piece suit on mm-hmm. and that you don't have any kind of record or whatever but you still need to be mindful of who you are and and so, how you conduct yourself and so, so the things like so in my head was like 
is uh, Aretha Franklin uh, uh, respect or uh, what's his name? Charles, uh, what you call? Uh, God, I'm supposed to know his name. I'm going to bring out his song. Uh, uh, I'm going to leave that alone. Wait a minute. For future episodes, we're going to have show notes. <laughs> We got more in depth short show but, but, notes. This will be our takeaway from the first episode. It'll come to me in a minute, right? Right. But, but, but it but, is but, our inaugural episode. So but you, you know. but what you think about it, when you say it about being, um, you want you want the artists be accountable for what they put out, right? Right. And and and, and, and what we, Mike we, was saying is, you know, we need that message that. But they it's not that, just about fuck the police. It's about. You still got to conduct yourself like a human being in the world. And, and you can't be out here acting a fool. Because, let me see. I'm going to say uh, I've always had some kind of street, some kind of black consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Always had some kind of understanding that there is a difference between the way black people get treated in this country and the way white people get treated in this country. But, but during the golden era of hip-hop, 89 through 93... We got black, right? We got real black. Tribe Called Quest, uh, Chuck D, leaders of the new school, public enemy. We got black. In and hip-hop. it was the message. I don't even know if it was just hip hop, but the point is, is that the message in the music was about, uh, it was about uplifting ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, in 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 as 90, they did in the sixties in ninety we weren't no bad bitches we weren't trying to be bad exactly. bougie in nineteen ninety you yeah. understand what I'm saying that's what I'm saying right 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 I'm right. saying there was a whole different it was a whole different it's like vibe can you thing. can you write a song that acts like that sounds like you respect your mama exactly yeah yeah uh, like, just, and even if you're cussing you, about it or even if you, if you that you have a sister <laughs> yeah. And that you know that everybody, that every woman that you encounter is somebody else's sister or somebody else's right. mama, and and she may not be a bad asshole or this right, you know right. this bitch or tricking or whatever. And it was you still, might need to respect her a little bit. It was it was still music out there like that. It was still right. music, it was, out but, there it like that. It but it wasn't. It wasn't everything that's in the forefront. Right. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't okay to be a bad. You know, that's some shit you had to hide. But you have to go to. I mean, you have to. T- you have to talk to everybody when you talk about that. When I say everybody, you have to talk. You gotta. You gotta raise your men up. Which okay, that's we already know that. But you gotta talk to to ladies to say okay, you know. Don't accept being a bad bitch. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's, that's not. I'm not. I'm not a bad. That's bitch. not the pinnacle I'm of your existence. That. You know, right, that's right. not who you should aspire to be. You know, a bad bitch. You should be. You know, but you know, like, you know, somebody might be listening to this and say, you know, okay, they uptight. They don't know what's going on. But I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. I don't think. I I don't think if you were at work on your job. And your boss said, "Come here, bad bitch." You would be like, "Oh, okay. What you need?" Well, I mean, it's just kind of like, "What do you?" <laughs> depends on where you. Oh, okay, okay. You know, stripping is a career now. But you know what? You, you, it's a career. It's gonna be at a uh, community college near you soon. <laughs> Poll one hundred one. Get a degree. Yeah, there it is. You're gonna be able to get an associate's degree in stripping. All bad bitches meet on the in the lunchroom. <laughs> But you know what? <laughs> but y'all know what, though, man. You know we go on and on. We we got a bunch of subjects we can talk about. Absolutely, absolutely. From here to uh, who knows to Mars. But in the end, um, honestly, do you all before we close it out? You know we've been talking for a minute, but 
Yet and still, do you all expect artists today to put this music out here to be political, open up your mind? You would you hope. Everyone's you would, mind. You would hope. Because, you know, a lot of times they're chasing that dollar. And, and, and they want to put what's on the radio I, to get that bang. I agree. But here's the thing. Here, for me. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I don't disparage the, you know, uh, the, 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 the X-rated, I'm calling it X-rated music out there. We had our own bullshit, you right, know. Right, right. Growing up, we did. We had our own bullshit. It was, uh, you know, uh, two live crew. Bitch better have. Oh my yeah, 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 yeah. Bitch but, better have. My but it was something we that you did in secret. Yeah. yeah, you, you wasn't. So, <laughs> I don't. My mama asked me a question. What is they saying? <laughs> We so, want some what? So I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disparage that. You know, I what I what I hope is that as an artist, your your main goal as an artist, my for me, uh, is to be true to yourself. You know, and and realize that once you get once you have a platform, once you get into a place where people are hearing your voice. Then my hope would be is that now that you have an audience, what are you going to do with that? Audience? Be conscious of what you right. say to you. What, what, right. what are you going to do with that audience? And 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 I know we're about to wrap it up, but I would just I would say that that's that's a really really interesting question because you have to. I I really want to know what happens to somebody after they become a millionaire. And really, what I'm referencing in my mind is like a little Wayne who has a conversation along the lines of "We don't need Black Lives Matter," and what and and really what I think he was saying. I mean, and I think the initial the initial response would be, "Oh, uh, he's a sellout or whatever." But really, what's going on is he no longer has a need for Black Lives Matter because the way he's navigating the world, everybody is rolling out the red carpet for him. Right. Right. So it's kind of like. What is He's your a millennial? Yeah, or what? What is your responsibility as an artist, regardless as to whether or not you're in that situation or not? Exactly. What What do you have to maintain as far as your mentality and the and the message that you put out in the world, regardless of your own personal situation? That's what I would say. We want to thank you all for listening to Psycho Music Lyricology. You may catch us on Podbean, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Facebook. You can email us at psychomusiclyricology at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace.